The Touch Lightest Church Light Encounter Radio Series with Pastor Enes Osiri and Pastor Mrs. Susan Osiri. Here at TTC, we aim to raise men and women in the body of Christ whose lives would reflect the life and the light of God. From wherever you may be listening, may you be blessed by this series. Wow. My name is Pastor Ernest Osiri, and um, it's been a nice time being with you. Today again, we are here to share God's word together. And I want to trust God that uh, this program has been enriching your life and uh, in no little way is imparting you and then causing you to take some positive decisions that will advance your life. This is the Light Encounter Radio Series, and my name is Pastor Ernest Osiri. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you. We we'll return all praise and glory to you. Thank you. As we get into your word, I ask you, Lord, let there be an entrance of your word and let it cause light to shine out of darkness, O oh God. Thank you for hearing and let your name be praised. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Wow, I want to trust God that your service was just quite awesome. Today, we would continue to look at the series Spirituality. Spirituality. That's what we are still considering, spirituality, to walk in the Spirit, to hear from the Spirit, to talk from the Spirit, to understand from the Spirit. That's what we're talking about, spirituality. Many people have lost their life for lack of sensitivity to the Spirit. Many people are suffering today because they could not decode the voice of the Spirit regarding an issue or the other. Do you know that there are people that are in grave today? They have died. Not because God would have loved them to die, but just because they were not sensitive enough to know that they were not meant to take that trip or that they were not meant to eat that food or they were not meant to go to that place and all of that. But for lack of spiritual sensitivity, a whole lot of calamities and troubles, they are bound all over. But today, the essence of this program is to have us focus and then to understand what it takes and how it takes to be spiritual. Today, I shall be looking at what I call discipline as a factor for spirituality. You want to be spiritual, you must be disciplined. I recall, I had always said, and I said that spirituality is costly. Spirituality will and must cost you something. Nothing good ever comes easily. Nothing good ever comes cheap. Nothing good ever comes easily. To be led by the Spirit of God and to walk in the realm of the Spirit and to be spiritual is costly. Let nobody deceive you. You can't live your life anyhow and be spiritual. You can walk in the flesh and be spiritual. You can do things anyhow and be spiritual. You can be disorganized and be spiritual. No, not at all. It cannot work that way, my good friend. Spirituality is costly. One of the things that spirituality will cost you is indiscipline. You must be disciplined. It will cost you your flesh. It will cost you sinful life. It will cost you carnality. It will cost you indiscipline. You can live your life anyhow and be disciplined. God is a God of order. 
First Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 40 tells us that God is a God of order. He said, let everything be done decently and in order. Decently and in order. And so, one of the factors that can help you to be spiritual and to walk in the realm of the Spirit and to be sensitive to the voice of God and to pick signals and to decode the mind of God is to be disciplined. What therefore is discipline? Discipline, I can define it to mean to live a well-guided life. To live a well-guided life. A life that is guided by the word of God. That's all your functionality. Everything you do, you do it around the word of God. That's what it means to be disciplined. If God says to you, do this, you do it, you're disciplined. If God says to you, go to this place and you go there, you're disciplined. If God says to you, say this and don't say this, and you obey, that's discipline. So discipline can be defined as living a well-guided life. Discipline also can be defined as a well-programmed and a covenanted life. Your life is programmed. Your life is not in disarray. You are not living life by chances and to chances. You organized an organized program, covenanted life. What does it mean to be disciplined? To be disciplined means to live a life as commanded by God, not as covenant by you. To live a life that is commanded, not as covenant, but as commanded. You are doing things because God has commanded you to do them. You are not living life because it's covenant. You are not living life because you just wish to, but you are living life because it is commanded. What does it mean to be disciplined? To be disciplined means to be a law to your own personal life. I like this. I'm a law to my personal life. There are things I can't do because I've set a boundary upon my life. Things I cannot see. For instance, I shouldn't be found sleeping with another man's wife. And when I don't do that, it means I've set a law for myself and for my life. That's discipline. And then we can see from the pages of the Bible. In Luke chapter 4, from verse 1 to 4, the Bible told us about Jesus Christ. The Bible said that he was full of the Spirit. He went upon the mountain and he fasted. He disciplined his appetite. And the Bible says at the end of the day that he left them the power of the Holy Ghost. Wow, I like that. Full of the Spirit from the beginning, but then left them the power of the Holy Ghost. Very great difference. Very great difference. If you can discipline your appetite, if we can discipline what we take in, if we can discipline your appetite, this is something that has killed a whole lot of people. Many died because they could not control their appetite. Many have wasted their life and have gone to hell and to lie beyond because they could not discipline themselves. Ability to discipline your appetite will move you in the realm of spirituality. And the Bible says, and Jesus Christ fasted for 40 days and 49. Discipline his appetite. And at the end of the day, he left there in the power of the Holy Ghost. I like that. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul said, I put my body under subjection. That's it. That's discipline. To subject your body, to bring your body under the dictates of God. There are a whole lot of people, boys and girls, living their lives completely in disarray. No discipline, no other. They eat everything, they go everywhere, they say everything, they do everything, no other. God is a God of decency. 
God is a God of order. God is a God of program. God is a God that can guide your life and bring you to a point where you can begin to operate in the realm of the Spirit by way of discipline. I therefore call on you that you and I can make up our minds and take a decision to live a well-guided life, a life that is well-guided, a life that is centered on the Word of God, to be disciplined, to guide our lives, to program our lives, to be lost to ourselves, to live according to the commandments of God, to walk according to the boundaries of God. If the Lord said, Thou shalt not steal, don't steal. If the Lord said, Thou shalt not commit adultery, don't commit adultery. All those laws that we saw in the book of Exodus chapter 20, all of them summed up to one word, to be disciplined, to be guided by God, to live a life that is programmed by God, to have a covenant with God, to walk according to the commandments of God. I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you hear my voice, that your life can wear a new shape. Things can turn around in your life if you can discipline yourself. There are many people that are regretting their lives because they went into the university, they studied a course that they didn't like. Maybe from that initial, a voice was telling them, this is not where you should go, but they violated the voice. And today, they are living in regress. And that is exactly the way it is. Many live in regress because we do not obey the voice of God. And that has always cost us our spirituality. I therefore ask today that thou might come to a point where you take a decision to discipline your appetite, to discipline your body, to discipline yourself and go on your knees and pray, to discipline yourself and make a time and study the word of God, to discipline yourself and obey the obligations of God, so discipline yourself and walk parallel with our Lord Jesus Christ and to have him in your life and to say to him, lead me and guide me for I know not the way. I love what the Bible says about King Solomon. The Bible says when King Solomon offered 1,000 cows and sheep or whatever. And so he came. The Lord appeared to him in the night and said to him, Solomon, what do you want me to do? And Solomon said, oh, Father, you know I'm just but a little child. I like that word. He said, I'm but a little child. I want you to guide me in the leadership and in the pilot and in the affairs of these people called Israel. A great nation you have handed over to me. I can lead them without your permission. And I can tell you that this great God helped that young man a great deal. You know why? He saw himself as a child and he came to God and asked for God's leading, God's counsel, God's direction, and God did it for him. I therefore would like to say to you today, you can discipline yourself and be directed by God. You can discipline yourself and, and receive signals from God. You can discipline yourself, discipline the way you sleep, discipline the way you eat, discipline the way you relate with people. Make out time and separate yourself and go into the secret places of the Lord and be with the Lord. A whole lot of people waste a whole lot of time chatting and whatsapping and Instagramming and tweeting and uh, whiling away our time, having no little time for God. But today, a change can come. I therefore call on you. Wake up, wake up, take out your time and pray. Take out your time and study. Take out your time and obey the words of God. Take out your time and relate with good friends. Say, pray from anyone that has endangered your life. The Bible says, He that walketh with it, why shall be why, but a company of fools shall be destroyed. I'm going to be praying for you and I'm going to ask 
asking the Lord to come upon your life and to give you that sense of discipline. And I can assure you, your life will never, never be the same. Father, thank you for my listeners. I ask you, Lord, today that you might have your way in their lives, O God. I pray for everyone, O Lord, making up his or her mind, O Lord, to accept your Lord and personal Savior. I pray and ask you, God, be with them, O God. And let there be a change in life. And may your name be glorified. Thank you, eternal Father. Blessed be your name, mighty Jesus. Jesus, precious, mighty name. Wow, thank you for ever listening to this radio program, the Light Encounter radio program. My name is Pastor Ernesto Siri. I wish to say to you a very big thank you. And a great new week is going to be. It's going to be a very wonderful week for you. You will never die. You will never see any shame. That fear that is in your heart, the Lord is going to take it away. I just sense in my heart that the Lord God Almighty is going to do beyond your expectation. Unto him that is able to do a city abundantly above, all that we can ask not think. Why? Wow. According to the power that works in us. This week, the Lord will surprise you. The Lord will energize you in the realm of the Spirit, and you will never go down. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Join me, same time, next week, same station, and you will never regret being part of Shalom. You are causing light to shine from dark. Thank you for listening. For more inquiries, call us on 091-570-71584 or 091-283-23500. Or you could follow us on our social media handles. On Facebook, we are called the Touchlighters Church. On Instagram, we are called the Touchlighters Church. Or you could visit our website, www thetouchlighterschurch.org Go and live a practical life of light. Hey, we are standing here before you, God. Standing here.